Hello and praise God. This is Evangelist Frank King. Welcome to Biblical Moments. Today I want to talk about something that's not popular in Christendom today. I want to talk about what the Bible refers to as the great white throne of judgment. I will be teaching from the book of the Revelation chapter 20 and I will be using the King James version of the Bible. Today's message is entitled The Great White Throne. One day every one of us will have to meet the Lord. That's one appointment every one of us will have to keep, whether we want to or not. Over the years, I have canceled a number of appointments that I have made with doctors and others. Perhaps you have also, but the appointment we will all have to keep is the appointment to meet the Lord. And let me add this. It does not matter what religion or faith one is affiliated with. Does not even matter if a person does not believe God exists. Every one of us is going to have to meet the Lord one day. The point is that God is the judge of all the earth. Currently, we are enjoying the grace of God and the love of God and his long suffering. And I fear that some people are forgetting that one day we will have to meet God as the judge of all the earth. And the purpose of this message is not to scare or intimidate, but to inform. Just thought I would throw that out since I know some people get a little uneasy when the preacher talks about the book of the Revelation. Now we know that in the book of the Revelation, John is recording the visions the Lord is showing him through angels while on Patmos Island. And Jesus told John to write those things so you and I can know what the end game is. To the world, it may seem as if things are spinning out of control. To us, what we see happening around us is the word of God coming to pass. Okay, so let's talk about this so-called great white throne. In Revelation chapter 20, verse 11, John says, I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. Imagine that heaven and earth as we know it will cease to exist. Now notice two key words in this verse, great and white. John says, I saw a great white throne. Great because this is the judgment throne 
of God Almighty. I'm not talking about your local judge or a superior court judge, but the judge of all the earth. White, because white in the Bible often represents purity and righteousness. And that's how the Lord's judgment will be. And that's refreshing given the unjust and politically partisan judgment so prevalent in our world today. Verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. So John talks about two kinds of books here. First of all, there are two judgments that will occur in the end. These two judgments will take place at different times. Hear me. This incident in Revelation chapter 20 and verse 12 that I just read about is not the meeting you want to be in with God. If you are a part of the meeting that we're talking about in that verse, it's going to be a bad day for you. You see, according to Psalm 1 and verse 5 in the book of Psalms, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment of the righteous. So there is a judgment for the ungodly and there is a judgment for the righteous. The ungodly will not be in the judgment of the righteous and the righteous will not be in the judgment of the ungodly. Let me show you both of those judgments in the book of Revelation chapter 20, which we are studying. The judgment of the righteous is addressed in verse 4 of chapter 20. There John writes, I saw thrones and they that sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. You see, this is the judgment of the righteous, and those who were partakers of this judgment reigned and lived with Christ a thousand years. This is what we call the millennium. Now for the judgment of the ungodly, that is addressed in verse 12 that I read earlier. Let me read that verse again. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Again, notice that they were judged out of the things that were written in the books that were opened. 
And here is the bottom line found in verse 15. And whosoever was not written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Now this is straight from the word of God. Whosoever, meaning no exception, whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. That, my friend, is hell. Now, some people have serious problems grappling with the series of verses that I have just touched on. They can't reconcile the fact that this loving God we go around telling them about has an end game like what we are talking about today. But you see, God has given us a choice. We get to choose to not go to hell. But I guess it's just human nature for us to want to blame others for our failure to be responsible. God knows hell is a terrible place. He doesn't want anybody but the devil and the devil's angels to go there. According to Matthew chapter 25 and verse 41, Jesus says that hell was really prepared for the devil and his angels. God has made provisions through the death of his only son so we don't have to go there. But it's each of our responsibility to accept Christ's death on the cross for ourselves. But let me also be quick to add that as we look at this great white throne event, it should increase our burden for reaching the lost. Because this terrible place called hell is the place where everyone who dies without Christ will go. And we should not want anybody to go to this terrible place. And that's why God has called us to be his ambassadors. And by and large, the church has become so materialistic and worldly minded that messages like this one I'm sharing today tend to fall on deaf ears. All of us know how deceptive being lost can be because we were once there ourselves. Before I gave my life to Christ, I didn't feel lost. I wasn't sad. I was happy. I kind of felt sorry for those people who had to go to church every Sunday. While they were doing that, I and my friends were trying to find a place open that sold beer on Sundays. Of course, I'm talking almost 50 years ago. Newsflash, we preachers were not born walking on water. But hey, if God used Paul the Apostle, surely he can use you or me. But the point I'm trying to make is that when you are lost, the devil has you deceived and blinded about this horrible place called hell that's at the end of your journey. Accordingly, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, and verse 4, Paul writes these words, In whom the God of this world, that's the devil, has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light 
of the glorious gospel of Christ, which is the image of God, should shine unto them. Note what this verse reveals. The reason why the devil blinds the minds of unbelievers is so that they can't see the glorious light of the gospel. My friend, at this great white throne, God will settle a serious matter with this world. Many people today mock God. Many people deny the very existence of God. Some producers in Hollywood produce movies that blaspheme the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those of us who love the Lord are greatly offended, but there's little we can do to stop what they are doing. But in the end, listen, the Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess to the glory of God that Jesus Christ is Lord and it will happen at the great white throne. Everybody is either going to confess Christ as Lord on this side of death or before the great white throne that Jesus Christ is Lord. Praise the Lord. Hey, listen, my friend, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. I hope that you were blessed as we talked about the great white throne. Again, you don't want to meet the Lord at that place. Well, until next time, this is Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.